Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Lindsay and Kristen back for episode 36. Woot woot. It's June. I totally thought we were in May still. Oh man. Um, no. I was thinking about the podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, what? what could we do for one month yeah i was apparently a month behind um when i was talking to other people but yeah it's episode 36 and we're in the month of june almost july because we're already looking at canada day which is kind of crazy but um yeah i know it's two weeks away actually it's exactly two weeks away canada day that's crazy because it's on a thursday so yeah, that's fucking nuts thinking about it. I can't wait. Not so much for Canada Day specifically, because it's not like as big of a thing as in Canada as in, as in the States. For July but, you know, 4th. I, I feel, yeah, they're July 4th, sorry. But I feel like July 4th down there is, depending on where you're at, it's not also a huge thing. Yeah, I feel like it's bigger for sure. I remember like when I lived in the States, it was definitely like something they celebrated more intensely. But I agree, like it depends where you are, how old you are, like, because as a kid, it was like, oh, cool, fireworks versus like, I feel like if I was down there now, I'd be like, woo, go to the lake and get really drunk and do fireworks. Well, exactly, right? But like when I've been down there for July 4th, it's obviously been in like well no I was in New York once for it and like it was pretty big there but I've been in Arizona before and I think just because it's so hot and dry they can't really do fireworks that it's just not really something um like they might be able to in certain areas but like Scottsdale and stuff they don't really Uh, do the fireworks just because it's well literally a fire hazard oh yeah that's super true Oh, it's just, it's not really something like I've ever like seen the fireworks down there. Like besides the one time in New York, like I, I've never seen fireworks down there on 4th of July. Honestly, I went shopping that day. I didn't even get the vibe off people that it was July 4th. So like, it's just kind of, it'd be interesting to be down there for July 4th. Cause I know they go pretty, depending on oh okay i watch summer house on bravo and they seem to take july 4th pretty crazy so i want to experience that because we don't well i think people in canada maybe do it that way too maybe i just need to get out and experience canada differently i don't know we need friends with boats yeah we definitely fucking do or run one. Oh, we might need a plan that's in the future. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're like, okay, you're crazy. But anyways, let's get back to the <laughs> topic at hand, the podcast. So um, the book we did this time around is, um, I'd say more like fiction literature, like you'd find like in that section um it's not a thriller 
I don't think at all or suspense. Um, I actually quite liked it. Did you? Pulitzer. Wait, sorry. It's a Scotia Bank Giller Prize finalist. Yes, yes, yeah. And a national bestseller. Also, I think she's Canadian. I think she is too. I can't remember actually. Hold on. Uh, yeah. She won some stuff in Canada, but maybe not. Yeah, she won. CBC Canada reads top 10 essential novels of the decade. Um, she's won a lot of awards for this, actually. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I think she is. She has also worked as a writer and story editor on the TV shows Degrassi and Schitt's Creek and the Baroness Vaughn sketch show, uh, born in the you. eastern townships of Quebec. She has a master of fine arts from the University of Guelph and lives in Toronto. So, yeah. Huh. Oh, sweet. Yeah. The person that did the cover art for this has the same last name as me. Oh, really? Yeah, I just noticed that. Oh, that's cool. A shoe chuck. Yep. Um, I don't even know if I said the title yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just went right into it. <laughs> um, the, the title of this book is called The Best Kind of People by Zoe. Zoe Whittall, which is the author we literally just kind of dove right into um, talking about where she's from. Uh, So the name of the podcast is Best Kind of People Off Road 13. So yeah, it's definitely like we mentioned before in basically the last two podcasts um, about us wanting to kind of branch out a little bit from our normal um, suspense, thrillers, um teen fantasy um teen fantasy our little dabbles into romance rom-com chicklets those are all slashes in between those because i don't want to just call it romance i think that's basically it i think we just really go between those three but mainly between teen fantasy and uh Fiction literature, or not fiction literature, um, suspense thrillers, really. Yes. So um, this is branching out a little bit more to what kind of like Lindsay and I did pre-podcast where we did um, some Pulitzer winners and Pulitzer, whatever it's called, um, winners and stuff like that. So branching out there, you know, getting our <laughs> toes wet in different uh, ponds. Okay, that's not a little weird and dirty but okay moving on so (laughs) as per normal we're gonna do some house cleaning where um if you want to check out what we're reading for this month what we're currently reading in general even though i've definitely and we've been bad at it lately um but um you can check it out on our booze and books podcast or our personal ones which Lindsay and i also don't really post a lot on there but we post a lot on our stories. <laughs> but you can catch us at lynn.said, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D and kristen.shu, S-H-E-W um, on our Instagram. We'll get better at some point, even though we've been promising you all that for however long. But I'm just kind of over social media lately. I'm just like, I don't know. I think when the weather is nice, it's just you don't really want to be on your phone because you just don't want to carry it with you that's true and also like you just want to be like 
enjoying people's company, especially now, like that we kind of can a little bit more, like just yeah, things we haven't been able to do for so long. It's like, yeah, why, why would we be on our phones when we could be engaging with people now in person? So, yeah. Well, and for everyone, like um, I heard today that Alberta should be getting close to 70%. So, or is hitting 70% this, uh, um, this today, I think someone yeah. said that we should start our two week process of, um, before we get to, um, where everything completely opens in Alberta. So well, my parents came out to get some wine. They're just looking at me. Here you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was told that, that we think that we were going to hit the 70% uh, today so that we could start. So that means that Lindsay and I might be able to actually do our podcast together potentially next month after yeah. not being able to for, for what, three months. Yeah. So we're excited about it. Yeah, makes it a lot easier to do it in person. Yeah. Social cues and, you know, just being human and actually want to interact with your friends. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I feel like I totally got off track here. I don't even know where I was going with this entire situation. I think you were just doing some like, hey, these are our Instagram handles. uh, And that was where we were at. Yeah, I really should not get distracted. But anyways. So yeah, those are our Instagram handles. We'll probably get better back at the whole social media thing. But yeah, it's just like Lindsay said, things are opening up around the world, specifically in our own area. And it just doesn't make you want to be on your phone as much, specifically social media. So we want to enjoy being out there after not being able to really be out there for like a year. So yeah, so that'll happen. But Let's got dive into the wine before I get off onto a different tangent about something else. So we chose the book or sorry, wine called Road 13. Um, I was at the liquor store and there was like six or seven bottles, uh, different wine varieties of these. So I chose two and then I told Lindsay what, uh, <laughs> what ones they were and she, I'm intrigued to see what one she ended up uh, buying. I bought the Syrah and the red blend that's called 74K. So, um, and it's a British Columbia wine from the Okanagan Valley, I think. Oh my God, I bought the same ones as you. Oh, did you? No. Oh. (laughs) I'm getting like... I think there's a 74k like white one. Oh, it looks like they're from that. all over British Columbia. Yeah, mine just say British. Oh, mine one says British Columbia, my red. So I got the Honest John's red from British oh. Columbia, and then I got the Honest John's white from Okanagan Valley. And I did have to go to two separate liquor stores because they only had one of each, which was weird. So yeah. Really? Well, sorry. The first one I went to only had the Honest John's red. So I grabbed that one and had no other kind. So then I went to the second one and the only ones they had was the Honest John's wet red and the Honest John's white. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get the white. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Fair. 
Yeah, it was well, like profile liquor where I was obviously at yesterday. Yeah, they had like so many to choose from. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna drink the white. I was gonna get the honest John, but then I was like, I'm I was like, well, I figured I'd try and get the other. So that kind of worked out. That actually worked out really John. well. Yeah. Cause yeah, <laughs> I was literally debating between the 74K, which is the Syrah Merlot Red Blend, Ooh. and then just the Honest John, which doesn't indicate, or at least I I took a quick glance at the back and I didn't see what kind of red wine like mixture it was. So I was just like, well, I might as well just stick to this raw situation. So mm-hmm. I picked up the 74K. So it's just like, meh, we'll go with it. But that is the wines we chose. I'm intrigued to see what the Honest John red one that uh, you chose. So yeah. I'll let you go first and you can start with whatever one you want. Okay, well, I'm going to start with the first one I grabbed, which is the Honest John's Red Blend. Um, Basically, it says, Honest John Oliver never forgot where he came from. He worked hard to ensure that the Okanagan Valley would be prosperous, beautiful, and productive. Raise this glass with family, friends, and strangers you meet on your road to share the bounty that is Honest John's legacy. And it says, a wine for barbecues, white tablecloth dinners, tractor pulls and everything else in between uh it's from 2019 and let's give her a sniff Mm. um smells like like a dark cherry for sure possibly some plum doesn't smell super sweet but uh, the coloring isn't like a very dark red. It's more something I would say closer to a Pinot Noir. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of lighter, uh, like a light ruby color. Um, definitely actually can see through it when I put it up to the light. So it is quite light. Um, let me try it. Hmm not bad it is very light um it's not very bold tasting um the dark like for sure tastes the cherry and it's like a little sweet but it's not overly sweet very smooth for sure um just trying to think what else i taste maybe some blackberry yeah it's it's very light like super light um I don't even know what I would I would not drink this with steak um that's how light it is I would more have it with like like um you know have you ever had a salad with like spinach and blackberries and like just like a kind of like a fruity salad but it's not a fruit salad. It's like a spinach salad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And like maybe some walnuts, like that's what I'm picturing having with this wine. Um, and then maybe like, I'd even have it with like a chicken shockingly. Um, and like a rotisserie chicken. I don't know. Maybe some mushrooms on the side. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. Um, it lingers a bit in the back of your throat after, but not in a bad way. It's still very smooth. Um, yeah, it's decent. Uh, I actually don't love that. It's so light though. Um, 
it, it no. would be drink for sure. But like for people that maybe don't like such a bold red, um, definitely closer to a, a Pinot Noir taste than like a Merlot or a Cabernet. Um, so I don't really know what's mixed in it, like what type of red blend it is, but uh, it's, it's good. Like it's good. Don't get like, I definitely don't hate it. Um, I, I can't remember the prices on these like 21, maybe if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so would I get it again? Yeah, probably. I I'm not like super crazy about it that I'm like, Oh my God, everyone needs to try this. Um, so I give it like a three out of five, but it's, it's good. Like, I like that. It's not like super acidic. I like that it's more smooth. And I like that it's got like the dark fruit um, notes to it. So mm -hmm. yeah, pretty decent. Hmm. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I know it's yeah. It's the different. Fact that it's light. I don't know if I fully love that since I do like the more bolder red. Yeah. But we're chilled out Saturday night sitting by the fire outside. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah, totally. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I'm intrigued, but okay. So I'm gonna do the 74K first. Nice. So it's a 2018. Uh, I'm assuming it's from their Oliver British Columbia port, since that's the only literally says British Columbia, and then the only location on the back is Oliver. So I'm gonna go with that. So the back of it says Merlot and Syrah lead the way in this big balance red, perfect for a marble steak or a big night out or a quiet night on the couch. Sounds like they know me. Sharon is encouraged, but <laughs> coveting is recommended. I have to say, I probably would not really share the wine. So place a rose of, um, wait. I have to say, I didn't catch all the half of the stuff that you sent on the back of your line. So hopefully I'm not repeating, but place our rows of vines end to end and start walking. Once you reach the end, you will have walked 74 kilometers. This is what our in, intrepid vineyard crew must do every year, time and time again. So we dedicate this wine, not only to the land, but to the people who that work it as well. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I was kind of wondering where the 74k came from. So that makes way more sense. Totally fair. So um, since it's a Merlot and a Syrah blend, I can already tell you that it's a pretty decent dark red. Ship. Um, oh. When I hold it up to the skylight, like I can see through it and it's a dark ruby. But if I just kind of like held it up in front of me, in front of the window, that's not giving me a lot of sun it's like not see-through at all and it's really really dark so which is typical for those two wines hmm I smell I would say blackberry because now you've got blackberry in my head and black cherries well just cherries in general mm. Mm. yeah I'm gonna go with those two that's what it smells like you get somewhat of an acidic smell, but it's not putting off you. It's just, you kind of get that like oaky, little bit of a 
alcohol, like not alcoholic, um, strong smell to it. Oh, which I like. I kind of like it. You can tell definitely taste the fruit. Maybe there's some current in it too. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a little bit more. You taste the current more on the aftertaste. It's pretty smooth. You kind of get hit with it first and then it kind of like goes across your tongue a little bit. But even though you kind of get hit with the first taste and then it like smooths out, it's still pretty smooth like the whole way through. Nice. It's definitely a little bit on the more dry tart side, I'd say. Okay. Um, it's smooth, but it's like, it's not super dry, whereas you automatically realize it's dry. I'm pretty sure if you weren't really fully paying attention, you probably wouldn't really fully notice the dryness to it. Um, we're paying more attention to it, so <laughs> we're focusing on that. But if I was just drinking this casually, I probably wouldn't really maybe notice the dryness of it for a while. Okay, that's fair. Interesting. Yeah, because you're just, the other flavors just kind of like take your mind away from the dryness a little bit that I don't really notice it as much. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Um, I don't know. I probably would not have this mistake, to be honest. Um, oh. Trying to think of what. Honestly, I probably wouldn't eat anything with this. Okay. I would just have this as like the lounging on the couch, maybe sitting outside like today right now, the sun's getting kind of go down. It's like pretty nice and decent out for like being calm weather. I'd probably sit outside and drink this. So that's kind of the mood I'm kind of getting off of it. I wouldn't really, it's not really inspiring any specific meals off of it. That's fair. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have it with a steak. But I honestly, with the price point, the price point was like, this one's $34.99, I think, from Crowfit Liquor. I would not buy it again. Just mainly based off that price point. It's to me not worth that price point. Um, if they had it at Costco for a lot less money, like in the 20s, like not the high 20s, but low 20s, I would, I'd get it at that price. But um, 34, no, I don't think it's worth that, like spending that much money for it. I don't love it that much. Uh, I would say maybe 3.5 out of five. But yeah, definitely. Like if I want to maybe get a wine that a friend that likes red wine, I don't know if someone, someone that doesn't like red wine would not enjoy this at all or is getting into the red wine game. But if one of my friends that really liked, well, if someone liked red wine and I wanted to get like a gift for them, I'd maybe like splurge on the $34 for them. Okay. As a housewarming gift. Yeah. But otherwise, no, I would not buy it for myself. That's fair. So, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I got. Um, are you? 
um, I asked my parents. My parents said that the first one, which was the the seventy four K, got better as it went on. Oh, really? They said it was nice and fruity. Okay, good to know. So. Good to know. Uh, and sorry, what was the, other? you got the honest white. So it's yes. just a white blend that we're not too sure. Yes. So let's see. A refreshing white blend. And then the rest says exactly what I read before. Um, from 2019 as well. It is very light in, in look, like very light. Um, like lighter than any Chardonnay, Pinot, anything I've really ever drank from whites, really. Um, I'll be honest, it doesn't smell like much. Maybe a little bit of pear. That's like it. Like I don't smell a lot, I'll be honest. No. Oh. It is sweet. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I taste the pear. I taste like, uh, oh, the more I smell it, there's some citrus for sure in there. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of sugar. I am, it's quite sweet. Uh, yeah. It's very sweet. <laughs> I taste pear and sweetness and that's pretty much it. Um, oh. I don't love it for that reason <laughs> because it's really sweet. Um, super smooth while it's still so, like sweet. Um, super easy to drink. It tastes like juice. That is all <laughs> that I have to contribute for this one. <laughs> um, I would not buy the white blend again. I would prefer the red blend over the white blend. Uh, I would, yeah, might cook with this, but it's quite sweet, so probably won't cook with it. Um, yeah, that's what we're chilled at. a little bit. Do you think that would help at all? Like, Maybe. It was like super, super chilled. Maybe. Sometimes that helps with the sweetness. That's true. And honestly, it hasn't had a lot of time to chill, so that could easily be. A deterrent um so maybe i'll chill it and try it a little bit later and see how it feel um but yes very sweet um a little crisp which i think comes from like the pear a little bit but um i would give it a two out of five yeah yeah that is all <laughs> if you wanted to try it again like in during the podcast yeah what i did the one time with whatever one it was i can't remember um uh I just took a bowl of ice cubes and just settled the glass into the um bowl of ice cubes and actually cooled it down pretty fast oh within okay. like five minutes yeah I have a um one of those wine chillers like wine I don't know like the cup thing bottle thing whatever Yes, I will <laughs> chill it and we'll see what, how, how I feel in a little bit. So I looked up what that white wine was made of. Yeah. Not made of, obviously wine. Um, what <laughs> mixture of red or white wine it was. It's saying that it's like Vignier uh, or 
um orange muscat whatever the fuck that the is fuck um Kariner, chardonnay ten and then ten and blanc okay so the so, one, the voignet um makes so much sense to me that's where yeah. all the sugar is fucking coming from um yeah and i think maybe a little bit of that orange one but mm-hmm. i don't know my computer is super fucking slow right now so it's taking five thousand years i think i just need to charge it and shit but i digress okay but yeah that's kind of like what it was showing for um the wines that it was like made of so okay that makes very yeah. much sense to me so this is why i don't love it <laughs> yes that that's a pretty big decent blend of it too yeah like, for sure four or five wines too oh yeah that's like a lot just a little bit (laughs) yeah (laughs) keep things interesting yes always all right so my second one is um just a straight up Syrah it's 2018 again it only says Oliver on it so um yeah so the back of the wine is actually pretty sweet and short uh, it says this wine is both seductive and fresh with a delicate structure and well-integrated tannins. Pairs well with a table filled with food or a good old-fashioned victory lap. Oh. Well. Interesting. Mm. What? Like how it's like table filled with food <laughs> or a victory lap. Those are quite the word descriptors there. Okay, so basically the color of this wine looks identical to the last one, but when I hold it up to the light, skylight, which I'm kind of like losing light here on it, but um, it's a little bit darker than the last one. But Syrahs are just really dark in color um, anyway, so it's not super shocking, but oh, I can smell that. It, it's got more of a some wines you kind of if you really want to smell them you kind of like have to put your nose a little bit more into the glass and smell it okay. and like that's what I was doing with the last one this one I don't really have to even put my nose super close to the glass before I can start smelling it really well fair hmm. I smell cherries some oak I want to say blueberries, but I don't think that's in there. Mm. Maybe some current. Did I say current? No, I said oak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm kind of grabbing from it. Mm. Wow. This is pretty good. This is like way smoother than the last one really yeah way smoother nice um i definitely taste the cherries i don't really get the oak or like that current or anything i was smelling it's basically like it's not fully cherried like obviously like if i was more sophisticated palette i'd probably be able to pick but like whatever else um, they got going on I just mainly taste like that cherry. Mm. If I really try and taste it, like, 
do the tea thing stuff, I can kind of taste more of the other flavors to it, like the oak and the currant. Oh, yeah. Um, but definitely, like, just slides. Like, it does, the first one, like, hits your tongue and then slides back. This one just slides all the way. Oh, and okay. The whole time, you're just getting, like, the nice flavor as you're going. Ooh. And then when you get ready to swallow, that's when you get, like, more of the flavor, too. Fair. So, yeah, I'm kind of getting way more into it. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's good. Um, I'd give it like a four out of five. Okay. Okay. And I'm only giving it a four out of five because it's also 35 bucks. And I also don't think it's worth 35 bucks. Because <laughs> I have wines like this that I can get at Costco for like around 20 something bucks or like high 20s if I really feel like going that way that are just as good. Mm. so um yeah I just wouldn't get it for the price point ever again yeah that's fine I would go to the winery and taste the stuff again Ooh. and I would if I was feeling like I wanted to splurge on myself and I was at one of those like liquor stores that really doesn't have that much selection and stuff like that like and I saw it and I was like trying struggling to figure out what else I was gonna drink. I definitely I'd probably buy it, to be honest. But I don't know if I'd eat anything with it again. To me, both wines are just more of you need to grab a bottle of wine to just chill out with your friends or just um hanging out on a chill night or whatever, and you just want wine. To me, this is just kind of it. I Nice. it doesn't really scream food yeah fair to me so I'm not sure why but yeah no maybe because I ate first today maybe the other <laughs> times I just am hungry and I'm just thinking of food at the same time I don't know that's fair but for some reason these both these wines aren't initiating a food thought out of me so but I recommend that's more than the 74k or 20 yeah, 74k. Yeah. yeah. But um I I do recommend both of them to people that do want to branch out and start drinking other wines and stuff, but okay. um they it they both are on the more expensive side of the road 13s. Hmm. So okay. But definitely recommend this raw more than this raw, more low blend. Okay, good to know. Kind of want to try that. One I do recommend. I think you might actually like it. Nice. It's pretty smooth. So, yeah. And like Syrahs are usually more bold in taste. And um, this one's not super bold. Oh, okay. Which That's is a good. little shocking, I guess, too, for Syrahs, but I don't hate it. Yeah, fair. So, so yeah. That's all I got. That's pretty all great. Back for you folks. <laughs> but okay. The book. Oh, finally, something I can talk great about. <laughs> I know. The wine sometimes I struggle with because, like, we're not small ways, you know, we're amateurs. Yeah. Sometimes it's like you're trying to find how to describe the wine as best as you can. So, but yes, the book. 
I kind of, I really liked it. I liked, so I read it already and I still love it just as much as I had before. Um, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Like I was kind of worried, but I like, yeah. It's like one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I'm a little shocked that I never did pick it up to read. Really? Yeah. No. Like when we worked at chapters, just like the whole premise of the book and all that stuff. And then like reading it, I was like, this is definitely up my alley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, how did I not? But honestly, when you work at chapters, there's so many books sometimes people have to point you in like the direction of some of them especially if they're like not out of those sections that you always normally look in oh so and i have to say sometimes the ones that were the winners of awards i sometimes didn't really look at because those usually were definitely ones that i was like i probably will not enjoy reading that book (laughs) fair (laughs) Because, like, we read that 15 dog one. Oh, yeah. And I think I bring this up all the time. But that was, like, a, what, Pulitzer or whatever it's called, award winner. And, like, everyone was buying it at that time. And I was, like, and then when we read it, it's, like, 100 pages. It took me, like, over two hours to read it. I had to have a nap <laughs> at one point. It was so hard to read. And that's fair. 100 pages should not take you more than an hour to read yeah yeah but I struggled hard oh no and I don't think I've ever had to take a nap <laughs> I mean good to know good to know shit <laughs> so I, but yeah usually those award ones I usually stay away from so that might have been why I stayed away from this one but mm. I'm actually really glad that this one won this month and that like you put it up as one to read I mean good to know honestly <laughs> it's I agree with like um what's her face on the back Kate Harding where it's just the insight and all that stuff to just like the community around this and like the character building I was just like holy fuck this was a I can see why I won the awards but I digress what did you think of the book I love it like I I've loved it since I read it when it was I think it had just come out and it was like a Heather's pick when we worked at chapters and I read it and I remember just so for me I remember specifically the exact time I read it and I was on a flight I brought it with me to go to Mexico I was heading to Mexico I started it in the airport before we got on the flight to go to Mexico and I could not stop reading it throughout the whole flight and it was done before we landed and I like was obsessed with it. It's one of the only books I've ever read in one sitting before. Um, And I just fell in love with it. I thought it like, for me, um, I just like how relate, not, I don't want to say relatable, but I just, it felt relatable, even though I've never experienced anything what this family experienced, but I, it was just very well written. And I, fell in love with the characters and the family. And I, I remember too, because I really love um, Bear Town as well. Um, 
uh, by, oh my God, and I can't think of his name right now, but um, Beartown is also one of my favorite books. And I just remember reading that shortly after and, and just feeling like they were kind of related um, just in terms of kind of the subject matter, I think is the best way to put it. Um, but sorry, I'm just looking at the author of Beartown because he wrote, uh, Frederick Bachman, um, cause he wrote, uh, Life of Og or something like that. Sorry. Now I'm like Frederick Bachman, <laughs> um, a man called Ove. There we go. Um, anyway, so I just love this book. Um, when I was, so I was like super hoping that it would win the thing, um, I'm excited to read The Martian though in coming months. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I I just immediately was like, I want this to be my my pick for the two. Um, and I'm really glad that people voted on it. And I as I was like this time around, I listened to the audiobook, um, but I do actually own the book. Um, but I was like, oh, I'll listen to the audiobook. So glad I did. Um, it's really well read and it kind of just allowed me to like experience it in a different way, which was cool. Um, but as I was listening to it, I was like, thought I remembered the book, but I was, I think I was like, there was times I would like confuse it with Town, or I would confuse it with a different book. Um, and so it was like, I got to experience it all over again, uh, which was really cool. Uh, yeah. I like, for me, it's still one of my top five books and I, I very much love it. So, yeah, nice. yeah, I read the back of it and I was like, okay, like, pretty sure we've had this discussion before where I've been like, yeah, like, I like went through a period of time when we worked at chapters where I read like what three books or so that dealt with different rape situations, but they were all like, I guess it's similar to this. It was like um, they were in high school, but like unlike this, they were like with people also like the same age. But um, it's just no one really wants to read it. But at the same time, you kind of want to read it because it's we're dark human beings. Yeah, we are for sure. <laughs> like everyone, like everyone just. Like these books are read for a reason. People like to hear that, like not, they want to read what's happening in the story and all that stuff. So like, you feel bad saying it, but like they're really interesting books to read, especially since they are tougher subjects. So seeing how like the author takes that subject and turns it into like the story that they do mm-hmm. is just, um it's always so different between every, like, um, this is like however many books I've read on this subject. And like, I, this is like one of my favorite ones for sure. Um, oh, nice. I, there's one that I like a little bit more, but that was just because it was from the perspective of the person that got raped. Is it, but is it the yeah. teen one? Yeah. Is it, does it have bear in the title? No. Oh, not that one. Just kidding. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. I, I did read that one though. Right. I haven't, but I, I'm like intrigued. 
I keep forgetting. I don't know why I keep on like muting myself. I should really stop <laughs> playing with my phone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I have read that one that I own that one actually, I think. But it was the other one that I do really like is I took a photo of it. It's on our Instagram. And now I have to find it. So everyone just bear with me. Um either way, while I try and find this. Um, it's just, it's just intriguing to see how like the stories just unfold and like how the author spins and like develops like just a hard subject mm-hmm. in, um, in general, like this isn't stuff that like is like easy and all that stuff. Um, so the book that I like that was the teen one is the way I used to be by Amber Smith. I was like, oh, okay. I guess my favorite um teen one version kind of like of this but it was from the perspective of the um victim Mm -hmm. but like this one I really liked because it was you never really like some of the other stories they never really get to the point where everyone finds out but like I guess it brings up like the whole me too movement and like how all these like movie stars and stuff like that are being accused of like sexual assault and like rape and stuff like that. And like some of them are from years and years ago and stuff like that. And how like everyone's divided on things like, um, and it just kind of brings up like this whole, like this book is all about like, yeah, it mainly focuses on like the family and like their struggles with everything, but like, it just shows you how divided as well the entire community is over it. It's like, it's split down the middle or like it seemed kind of like where people were like fully like he didn't do it and the other half was like, he's a sick bastard, like he's burn health kind of situation. And he hadn't even gone to trial at that point, right? So I really like the character development she did around everyone. I hated the sister Claire. I don't know why. Clara. Clara, thank you. Mm-hmm. I did not like her mm-hmm. at all. Really? I wanted to throw a puncher. Yeah. That's... I don't know why. Well, just... she just, she was very outspoken, I think. And she is very, um, there were parts, like, I get it. I very much get why you would say that. Honestly, I didn't find her, like, the most likable. I didn't find her, like, to be a really like influential character. I just was more like, okay, she's here. She's the like rebellious sister of Joan. She just like very much is the cool aunt to Andrew and Sadie. And I, yeah, like I, I have really no strong feelings for her in any capacity, but I get why you'd say that because I feel like she just was very dismissive and very opinionated and didn't try to like empathize at all with Joan's situation. No. And I felt like she kept trying to tell her sister what to do. Yeah. And like how to feel. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Totally. And it's like, let her feel how she wants to feel. I have to say, I, I liked Joan the most just probably because she like yeah the kids it's their father but it was Mm -hmm. in a way they got to distance themselves a little bit like Sadie 
basically ignored her like going to see her father in jail like for the most part yeah she talked to him but like she moved out of their family home yeah exactly and like all that stuff I I personally didn't like the fact that she did that no and it the I felt so bad for Joan like it was like she's got a teenage daughter that you think that they'd kind of come together a little bit more yeah and they came together more but it took what four months before her daughter came home and the only reason why her daughter really came home was because she was like well I think I'm gonna put the house up for sale yeah she's like what the fuck yeah so it was kind of like I I could relate like like you said it's like we've never (laughs) we've never gone through this so like we can't really fully relate but like you just feel like you could relate to Joan a little bit more because like she's She's the one that's a little bit more in it, yeah, tied into it yes. than the other characters are, yeah. And just seeing her go through different emotions and just like how things developed with her and like all that stuff over the like eight or nine months till the trial and stuff is just, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. So like same. I it's hard to pick a favorite character. I, for me it's probably between Sadie and Joan I like Joan more because exactly like what you said like I feel like she was in it the most and really I felt so bad for her like I empathized with her so much more because I she literally had no one no one that was on her side and she really had to figure it out for herself Um, so that was kind of heartbreaking and she tried to keep her family together as best she could. And it was just like, holy cow, how does this woman have all this strength? And she eventually goes back to work. And then when she's like, yeah, I'm going to sell the house. And when she finally like comes to terms with like, oh fuck, he did this. Like she was like, okay, great. We're going to get divorced. Like that being said, where I don't love it is that at the end, she does go back to George. And I remember, I freaking remember the first time I read it, I was so upset at that part of the book at the very end when they're like kind of wrapping everything up and it's like, well, she does eventually go back to him and it's like, but like, I kind of get it still like at the same time, like that's, that's been your whole life and that's the person you wanted to grow old with and, and they do this unspeakable thing. um, And then they don't actually get charged with it. And so there's so much, like, so much I understand. It was just, like, she had this such huge momentum becoming so independent, and she fought for herself and for her kids. And, like, I just loved seeing her trajectory, and I just felt like when she goes back to, like, when it's, like, until she did finally go back to George after they were divorced and all of that, and, like, it's just kind of like, oh, shit. But it's also, like, very real like it's just like yeah it's not ideal it's not supposed to be a book that's ideal it's like okay cool that's how it happened and it's probably how it would happen in real life so like yeah it feels Mm -hmm. really fucking real and I can appreciate that so Joan for sure yes favorite character for sure um I liked Sadie because she was so complex and I'm like holy shit if I was Sadie that would be me I would be such a mess I would be like doing the exact same shit, just trying to figure out how to fit in the world. 
what, how, just trying to numb myself from it all. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. So I related more to Sadie than I did to Joan. Um, cause I know that's exactly how I would try and cope through it all. So, uh, like Sadie, I just like found her story and her trajectory and everything she had to go through just so relatable, but also so like, holy cow, this girl is in just so much pain. Andrew, like same thing. I love that he had his own story and his own shit he had to deal with from the past. Um, but I didn't relate as much to him and I didn't find him to be like the most interesting of the three. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I landed with like my favorite characters anyway. Yeah. And I probably would not do everything that Sadie did but like you can understand where she was coming from Mm -hmm. she's in high school she's 17 her birthday literally was shattered into smithereens with that entire situation um and I'm actually quite shocked that her mom and her boyfriend's mom didn't push back about the fact that she's staying at their house right and like, like I get she's a teenager, but at seventeen you still have a fucking mind of your own. And regardless oh, yeah. of what is happening in your mind, why would you not want to be with your mom and like help her through shit? My mom would have lost not, her shit if I did that. And like I would have felt fucking guilty. Yeah. If I did that, like maybe I would have maybe seen it in the time. I probably would have, and I probably would have felt guilty, and I would have come back. But, like, if I did what Sadie did, full stop, and then, like, year later thought back at it, I'd mm-hmm. feel like shit. Yeah. Like, the fact, like, because it's, like, her brother's a little different. He's got a career in another city. He can only take so much time off. He is a different, like, he's an adult and, like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, at that point, he's already out of the house for however many years at that point. So, it's, the mom's used to it but like you're still in high school she's still your mother she's still your guardian like your parent you're still in high school like and like something big like this happened like yeah if Andrew didn't live like far enough away and had a career and like could be there for her like you'd probably expect him to be there a little bit more than he is and the fact that, like, Sadie just was like, I can't deal with it. Like, fuck off. And, like, the mom of the boyfriend didn't, like, put more of a, like, no and just kind of offered. I thought it was, like, I don't know. I felt it was, like, more of a backhand to Joan. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, I was just, I felt bad. But, like, I totally agree with the whole, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, um Andrew I didn't fully love him he was just kind of Andrew yeah I guess like I felt bad at the very end because like his boyfriend stuck with him through it Mm -hmm. all all that stuff was trying to be there for him and all that and he's just like it gets to the point where he's just struggling so hard with it he just ends up leaving him and Andrew doesn't even tell his mom she finds out after she's bugging his boyfriend forever about it 
that she finds out they're not together anymore yeah exactly i i do have to say i found some solace in the fact that like joan and sadie even though sadie was kind of a jerk to her mom for the first four months by not staying at home with her um that they ended up coming and becoming like stronger than ever in like their friendship i felt like like yeah mother daughter friendship i thought that was kind of nice but so you brought a good point so like obviously you don't want her to get back together with george but i had to reread the like last two like sentences again Mm -hmm. a couple of times because i was like why but it's like obviously he was wearing her down and stuff over like months and months yeah but it's like a very lonely night in november she went back to him yeah yeah and i was like and i was like okay fair enough we've all been there where you when you're lonely and maybe like and it was also like november so it's like not great weather and it was like what is it the following no- November, when the skies darkened early and the c- cold was damp and endless, she did. So, like, a lonely week with all that stuff happening. She went back to him. And it's like, yeah. okay, who hasn't done something? Oh, no, I know. And that's why I'm like, yeah, I get it. Totally get it. So, yeah, like, it makes it more, again, relatable. You're just yeah. like, okay, yeah, like, he was never convicted of anything. He never really officially went to trial, trial. So, like in a lot of people's eyes it's kind of like well did he or did he not they know something a little different but like um again like you said she had all these pictures of what was going to happen in their lives moving forward and he shattered that and he was trying to make up for it and when you're at your weakest sometimes you don't make the best decisions maybe down the road but totally man go with it so yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's just, yeah, I just thought the character build was so good. I hated Kevin. <laughs> but, Same, uh, like a piece of shit for sure. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, of course he's going to be the one. And like, I felt so bad for Sadie because like, she's Ori she's young and impressionable already but then you add all this shit on top of it she's struggling with a bunch of things on top of like her dad's situation that's a result of her dad's situation and you're being super nice and stuff implying her with pot of course she's yeah. like thinking that you're thinking that you that she likes you or that she you like her and shit like that so <sighs> It's kind of like, oh, I just felt so bad for her. And it's like, they must have, she must have felt so used. And it's like, I, it's like, of course you don't feel like, she was like, I don't know if I should be mad or flattered. And it's like, definitely not flattered. Yeah. Like, he literally just took advantage of the situation. Right? Exactly. Like, that's the thing. Fucking piece of shit, honestly. I don't know. Well, and like, yeah um and like as much as I didn't appreciate the fact that the mom like her boyfriend's mom Jimmy's mom Elaine I think it is didn't tell her to not live there and like was a little bit too lenient I think for a parent 
person that's in charge of a 17 year old should be mm-hmm. on certain things but then again i'm not a parent but whatever um she i didn't actually mind her yeah i kind of wonder if she knows her kids got uh, a tattoo like a prison cell tattoo of uh, sadie's name on his chest though right I had to read that sentence twice because I was like, wait, what? I know. It's fucking weird. And I was just trying to picture what he looked like. I had a little bit of a hard time trying to picture what he looked like because I was like, is he like a jock, but like a super nerdy and like really smart? Or yeah. is he just like nerdy? Because if he looked just super nerdy, that'd be really weird with a tattoo. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, oh, I was just like, that I'd be actually thinking about it now. I'd be really intrigued to see this as a movie. I would, I like was thinking about that at the end. Like, this is one of the first movies I haven't, or books I haven't actually thought of as a movie as I was reading it because I was so engrossed in the book. But this time around, I was like, huh, I wonder who would play who, what it would look like as a movie. And I got really fucking excited. So I was like, yeah, do it. Yeah, like, I didn't really think about the movie thing until, like, now. But, yeah, I'd be in to, like, I would so watch that. Right? Or, like, a ser- like a television series. Yeah, legit, though. But I would need to wait for the whole series to come out, and then I could binge watch it. Oh, I yeah, for sure. The whole, like, week-by-week thing. Yeah. But, like, I would, I would for sure would love to see them make this into something like a movie or a tv show oh because like yeah i well i guess probably have to be a movie unless they like try to like expand it a little bit more and go further with the tv show but yeah no i okay so amanda her friend amanda Mm -hmm. i did not like her either Oh, I hated Amanda. She was a see you next Tuesday. I was like, like who said that? I would have actually just fallen said it. Um, but yeah, like I was just like, are you kidding me? You're kind of like, um, your sister is accusing her dad of this, but yet you're like, but she's being a little whiny, like teenager, like who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well but we're going to still be cool. And then like the next day or whatever later, you're like, well, no, I actually believe what she's saying, but we're still cool. And then yeah. it gets to the point where it's like a little bit more, it gets to the point where it's like, well, you're not welcome in our house and like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I agree with like her statement. Like, I'm not my dad. I didn't do it. Like, why am I getting dragged into this? Yeah. That's- and two, why is she banned from the house? exactly for the same reason well and, exactly and then it's like well do you actually just want to be your friend or you just don't know how to be like friends off like no kind of situation yeah so um, it was hard to figure yeah, out no kidding and she was just all over the place. I was like, why don't you guys just be friends off from the beginning? We don't have to go through this roller coaster of this bullshit. And um, yeah, you guys can go on your separate paths. 
I also don't understand how Joan didn't realize that she was skipping that much school. Yeah, well, that's the thing too, right? Like, I'm shocked that she... Um, I don't know. Just Sadie, like her complexity of like complex, yeah, whatever. Um, of her character is just like crazy. Like she's going through. She used to be like the queen bee of like the like extremely smart people. Has a huge IQ. Is considered gifted, and it gets to the point where she's like struggling a little bit at school it's harder for her to learn and like it's all due to like anxiety and shit like that it's mm-hmm. just it's just like it's kind of crazy and it's kind of like well and you also kind of wonder if they changed their last names oh yeah there's right? just a whole bunch of shit that you kind of like are interested in knowing yeah how it goes further i don't know interesting isn't it right but yeah I don't know I really quite enjoyed this book though there is I just it makes you wonder if the dad kind of actually like obviously like with that Sarah girl it kind of made it seem like he actually did do it but like just because he did it with her doesn't mean he did it on this trip. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're still kind of left with, well, did he or did he not? <laughs> right? And you're like, I don't know. Fuck my life. Especially since, so Sadie was like, well, did that men's group get to Miranda? I think it's Miranda. Or maybe it's Melanie. Either way. Um, and get her to like pull back her shit. But then it's like at the same time, the hotel like concierge guy saw him go into the like leader of that group's hotel room. So you're just kind of like, well, which one is it? Yes, is it exactly. both? Did both happen? Um, did he? I don't know. There's a lot of kind of questions, which I guess in this kind of book you're never really going to get the whole answer. Well, exactly but it's definitely something you'll think about oh for sure but no no I really quite enjoyed it I really quite like the fact that you brought it up as a book to read but I don't have much more to say on it no that's fair I get it I get it yeah I I'm the same kind of like I I really love it like it's easily probably still gonna like be one of my top five favorite books and I I'm glad you enjoyed it like I was kind of worried but I I yeah I don't know I love it it's a good book read it (laughs) yeah I definitely recommend this to anyone that is listening and that hasn't read it yet I think that you'll really quite enjoy it winning (laughs) yay And as Lindsay mentioned earlier, next month we're going to do The Martian because that was the other book that was put forth. It's a sci-fi book. Um, My friend read it for her book club a couple of months ago or a month ago. I honestly don't know when anymore for anything. Um, But they actually quite enjoyed it. It, She said, personally, it was a quick read because you just kind of 
even though it's a sci-fi book it just the way it was written and everything it just kind of sucks you in so I'm intrigued to see if I get the same takeaway yeah I I'm excited to read it like I started the movie did not get very far in it um so I'm excited because I've heard the book is actually better first of all and I've heard the book is really good in general so I'm excited to read it it's ready to go and I'm ready to listen so yay I have not started or I've seen the movie on my I think it's on my list but I've been waiting to read the book oh nice yeah first but I also don't really watch sci-fi movies either so also fair we'll see I don't know but it's Matt Damon so we'll I would suffer through the movie just to watch him Matt Damon Mm -hmm. but yeah so that's next month so we actually got our shit somewhat together wait until August and we'll probably not have our shit together we'll see we will we will (laughs) but July is picked out already for you folks We'll uh, post that next week after this is uh, live. But yeah, no. Um, what have you currently been reading in the past month? Well, since mine is always shorter than yours, let me <laughs> tell you my two or three. Um, okay, so what have I read? Ba-ba-da-ba, going to my list. Super short. Um, so I've read, I think I said I had started a new Lisa Jewell book. Um, so her newest one, Invisible Girl, I uh, mm-hmm. finished it five out of five stars. Love it. Uh, typical obsession with Lisa Jewell. Love her. Yeah. I own that book. I liked it. Look, cause that last time when you said it, I was like, I feel like I bought that. Oh, have and you read it? it? I do have not yet. I think I took a photo of it for her Instagram page, but I haven't actually read it yet. It's and really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll put that as my next read then. It's, um, it's literally exact same style as Lisa Jewell, where you don't kind of know where the book's going, twists mm-hmm. and turns, really well written. Um, nope. Another home run from Lisa Jewell. Um, Perfect. So really good. Can't wait for you to read that. I also read um, Perfect Little Children by Sophie Hanna. And this one, I gave it three out of five stars. I had no fucking clue where this book was going at the beginning. I was like, zero idea. Um, Definitely ends up not where you think it's gonna. That being said, kind of weird. It's a thriller for sure. Uh, Suspense thriller. Uh, It's good. Like if you want something where you're like, I have no fucking clue where this is gonna end up, this is the book for you. that being said, it was a little too out there for me that I almost didn't feel like it was realistic. Um, but yeah, like it was fine. Um, and that's all I read. <laughs> um, I have started uh, Final Girls by Riley Sager. Um, mm-hmm. This is a book I've owned for a while. Um, so like very briefly. So, so far it's like, I couldn't even tell if it's good or not because that's how little I'm in on it yet. Um, and then I'm also reading, um, sorry, listening to The Burning Girls by C.J. Tudor. Um, I really like C.J. Tudor as an author, so I anticipate this being an equally good book. Uh, their books are normally like very thrillery, but with a hint of like kind of horror to it, like kind of scary. So, um, so far, really, really in, like 
has me hooked. Um, and then obviously I'm going to start the Martian probably pretty soon here. So I've got the book all ready to go. And that's me. What about you, Kristen? All right. Um, so I read six, nine, <laughs> Jesus, like, um, 13 books. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> so I read the groom wager, um, by Laurie Wilde, the not so ugly stepsister gets her guy by Edwin, uh, sorry, Edwina something. My computer died. So, um, <laughs> that I took a photo of my list. So, I don't know the last name fully of that one, but moving on. Uh, Mr. Temptation by Sarah Rumi, Forever Black by Sandy Lynn, One Good Reason by Julie Johnson, Cross the Line by Julie Johnson. <laughs> so wrong, it's right by Julie Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Take Your Time by Julie Johnson. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I didn't put it on here because I've read it before, but I reread the other one. So Technically, I really probably should put it back on the list since it's not a new book for me, but I did read it. But it's also a Julie Johnson book. It's, um, uh, what was that one called? Uh, it's Not You, It's Me or something like that. I can't remember the title. It's something, it's basically, it's not you, it's me kind of situation. So, um, but it's also by her. So I read like all five of those. Um, yeah. Where was I? Uh, oh, A Cowboy for Alyssa by Shirley Pennick, A Brit on the Side by Brenda St. John Brown, and A Brit Complicated by Brenda St. John Brown. Oh, um, sorry, I read more than that. Then this one, and then oh, fuck, I forgot. I'm on the third book of this. I finished just finished it earlier today. It's also the third book um, by. Uh, Brit Complicated by Brenda St. Brown or St. John Brown. That's a complicated name. Um, so yeah, so I'm at some new books this year. Nice. So far. Which is pretty low considering the fact that I'm supposed to get to 200. So I need to step up my game a little bit. So next That's time I to me. I'm going to try and get more books read by then. So a crazy person well it's not like I have a life so I mean do any of us at these days have a life probably not probably not but yeah well I read when I do other things too so that helps that's fair um I have a really funny story I just want to tell on here so I was at work and my um like one of my coworkers came up to me and they were like hey do you have a podcast and like I'll be honest, I keep this super on the DL at work <laughs> more because I just don't want people to know what I do in my personal time. Um, and so I was like, yeah. And then I was like, fuck, who told you? And then he was like, no one told me. He's like, I literally was on Apple Podcasts and I was searching for something. And he was like, yours came up as like a recommended podcast. And I was like, shut the front door are you kidding me? Like, I was like, what out of all the podcasts out there? Why is it mine? And he's like, I saw your name on like, like on the, our photo. And he's like, I was like, Oh, he's like, wait, is that the same Lindsay? And then he's like, I started listening. 
and then it was like he's like I heard your laugh and I knew it was you and I was like what the <laughs> fuck that's so crazy so uh really funny he asks me how the podcast is going all the time so thanks to my coworker, I'm not gonna name you but you know who you are um yeah so it's kind of embarrassing but super funny um so you know also kind of cool like you're like what what why when where so anyway just wanted to share that cute little story that's awesome does he read it or listen to it every week or Uh, i don't know i i like didn't want to ask because also i was like hoping the answer was no i was like don't listen um but he he was like you guys are really funny and i was like oh thanks i don't know about that but yeah um so yeah I thought that was yeah, just because really we think we're funny doesn't mean that everyone else thinks oh, we're funny. Oh, I feel funny. like <laughs> we just think we're funny. I feel like no one else thinks we're funny unless you're listening right now and you keep coming back every week or every month. And thank you because I, I, I feel like I don't feel like I'm funny. But anyway, um, yeah. I think we think we're really funny when we get preloaded on the wine. Oh, and I told him to. I was like, I was like, okay, don't listen to this one. Uh, I was like, I think it's our fifth one. I was like, we're reading like a, oh, uh, like a fucking, book, business book. Yeah, I was like, please don't listen to that one. I was like, I was fucking loaded on it. And I was like, uh. so yeah, there's that. This is actually, this is the real reason why I don't want people to work to like hear me or know that I have this. Cause I'm like, Mm-mm. just if you, if you know me, you don't know me. So there you go. Anyway, <laughs> thought I would throw that out there to the world. <laughs> Oh, and just think, this entire podcast idea started from us getting super tanked on alcohol. Well, let's be honest, it was wine. Um, and thought we were so fucking hilarious that we're like, who wouldn't want to listen to us? <laughs> probably so That's many literally, <laughs> I know. Most people are probably like, bitches, you'd be crazy. But I'm just here for we the are book. Still <laughs> just here for the, the book, book, like, the book club. <laughs> I mean, if, if you are great, that's fine. Welcome. If you're not, that's great too. Um, like it'd be really nice if you guys have feedback and want to hear something, just tell us, we'll make more of it. You want us to be drunker? Yeah. Great. I can make that happen for you. Like, just tell me what you want. Yeah. If you want us to, we wouldn't cut out the alcohol drinking, but we can try and stop going on the tangents that we you want us to be sober. Too find a different podcast i don't know what to tell you like yeah well, sorry we're, we're still gonna be drinking no matter what <laughs> it's in the title friends it's in the title we're not rebranding just because of that so what i enjoy most about it i'll be honest kristen probably enjoys the books more i enjoy the booze the wine whatever one day we I gotta like do like books okay uh, like i'm sure you do like legit i just prefer the booze one day i feel like we gotta like just do like shock everyone and do like a fucking mixed cocktail like let's do yes. a fucking whiskey sour or like an old-fashioned and just fucking be like yo there's no wine this time we're switching it up we should do that considering the fact good. that or do you like beer too we can always do beer oh, too. beer is so good love beer oh my god super you getting into craft beer love craft beers i'm really into sour beers right now fucking love i'm them. not gonna try well we can see we can try different beers we can from different breweries. See, now Whole new world, we got man. This. We gotta do this. Okay, <laughs> guys. Maybe the Martian will be the start of maybe we'll we'll venture to the beers and eventually to cocktails. I just got like a a bar set, so I'm really like 
that's why I'm pushing the cocktails, but I'm here for the beer too. So love me some beer. We'll do some cocktails. I'm in for anything. Okay. Let's do cocktails next time then because we'll do it at your place. July is now yours. Done. Let's do it. Because we should, well, okay, this is saying that we'll be able to, but if we're able to, we can. When we're able to, I'm assuming it should be July, but if not, then August. We'll be doing it at your place and we'll be doing cocktails. Otherwise, we'll do. It's kind of funny because, like, we, it is called Booze and Books, our podcast, but yet we only ever do. Well, we like wine. So that's. Yeah. Sometimes we, like, on our other book, like, on our other pictures, we'll put pictures of beer. And um, I think one of them I had a. I had some with vodka, but. I don't think you'd really be able to tell this podcast. But anyways, um, yeah. So it's kind of still beer and wine. So yeah, we don't really do mixed drinks because I, I personally don't really drink a lot of mixed drinks. I don't either, but and I'm that's like why I'm getting intrigued. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most mixed drink I drink would be a raspberry vodka with ginger ale. I mean, that's actually, that sounds pretty good. It's fucking delicious. I <laughs> always have raspberry vodka on hand and i always have ginger ale on hand fucking nice because i don't drink i don't really drink pop very often but if i will i feel less guilty on drinking ginger ale even though my favorite pop is root beer oh there you go fair fair Mm -hmm. fair fair but yeah anyways yes we're (laughs) gonna start expanding our shit we're doing it with the books now we're gonna do with the alcohol yay so I'm excited. I can't wait to see your whole uh, setup for your uh, drink stuff. So Man, I'm, I'm hyping it up way too much. It's like not that crazy, but I like didn't have like a shaker, didn't have a strainer. Finally got the whole thing. It's really cute. It matches. Super excited for you to see it. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, just I kind of Lola again and how fucking big she is. I'm excited. Oh. We really need to hang out. <laughs> she's huge, Which, man. She's fucking huge. Oh, I can't wait. She's double yeah. the size of Loki. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I can't even. Yeah. I love Loki, but I feel like I'm going to be like all over Lola. I feel like you'll love like, Lola, Lola, but she's fucking big. She is fucking huge. She's a large dog, not a medium dog. We did not sign up for this. Anyway, we love her dearly. Well, if she sleeps in, when I stay over and she sleeps on the bed oh. like Zoe did, then I'm gonna have, she's gonna have to realize she has to share the bed. She she likes to cuddle, but then she gets hot and then jumps off and then comes back on and then jumps off and then comes back on. It's really fucking annoying. But anyway, yes, uh, she doesn't lick your feet though, so that's a plus. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, it yeah, it's a little weird when dogs do that. I know Loki still loves it. It's his favorite thing to do. <laughs> it you just, sometimes I just picture humans doing that and just Ew, don't do out. that. Don't picture that. Well, the tongue on your foot. Yes, I I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I get it every night. It's super fun. <laughs> Not. <laughs> the mind goes where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no. Okay. So 
next time when we can is at your place and we're definitely bringing it in and we'll have to like look up we're probably gonna have to prepare for what alcohol we're gonna do for next time so oh don't worry can. i have shit tons of alcohol we'll figure something out so don't worry so we can figure out what cocktails we can uh look up because there are oh there's some like wine inspired ones that we can Ooh, make too like some spritzery things yeah that sounds amazing okay done yeah, so we'll have to do that i'm excited perfect um too but okay um i don't know where we're at i think oh. we're at the end where you yeah i don't um, know what you say i know i say our email and that's what it is yeah all right um so guys if you guys want to catch us on um booze and books podcast which is our instagram you can see what like i said before so we're currently reading see what we're currently bringing for the podcast as well what alcohol we're drinking we're going to try and expand that um or you can follow us on our personal instagram handles which is lynn.said l-i-n-d dot s-a-i-d or kristen.shu s-h-e-w or you can email us at books at gmail.com b triple o so b-o-o-o-z-e and d-b-o-o-o-k-s at gmail.com and that is all for tonight, folks. So see you next. Well, see you next. Listen to us next time. <laughs> see you next month. What she said. Oh boy. Hey. Hey. Bye. Bye.